try him so you can go to class dancing in your underwear taking air conditioner repair so you can get a job Greendale's the way it goes some things are still the same slop pails and pantyhose and he believes in me I didn't really feel like talking over it, so I thought I'd let it roll. Press Ace Podcast number 12. Thank yes. you and welcome. I uh, hope you enjoyed the intro and uh, I think the lawsuit's coming in about an hour. You think uh, community is worried about a <clears throat> podcast stealing their... Yeah. Hey, we love your show. Love it. Yeah. So. Do you want to explain what that was for anyone who yeah, isn't big fans of music? It's Chevy Chase singing the Greendale theme song, which Greendale is a community college that they go to in community. And uh, to music of uh, Tupac. It's Tupac? Like, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, Ben. It, why? It's Bruce Hornsby. Oh, okay, whatever. He covered it. it, it I, I think Tupac sampled it, whereas the lyrics are directly ripped out of Bruce Hornsby's song. But the, the, back, the backing track. The backing track right? is yeah. the song, original song. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the works of Bruce Hornsby. I apologise. Oh, mate, you're missing out. I'm just going to, I'm just going to rip this up now so we can. Uh... Is this you, you and your uh, Dan Fogelberg and Bruce? Oh, the Bruce Bruce Hornsby. That was a legitimate, very famous song. Okay, that your parents had on EP. Ben was wrong on that case, like I was wrong last week. Well, um, I, I don't think I was. Don't think I was 100 sure. I just assumed. But that's all right. I like to assume things, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, Crafted is not no. the official Minecraft release. It's a ripoff. Yeah, Minecraft is only on the Android. It's not on anything yet. Yeah, it is. I looked into this after the show, and yeah, it's coming to iOS, but it hasn't been officially released. But of course, the beta and everything is still on Android at the moment. But, so it's uh, here, official release for iOS and Androids are currently in development. Uh, we played it on the uh, Sony Xperia Play at E3. So it looks like, I don't, I don't know if it's the official official release, I think it's just the beta for it. Well, I think the game's supposed to come out like next week or something. Yeah, something like that, but I've th- I got no idea what's happening. With it. Since they put uh, damage and you die when you don't eat into the game. Uh, the game, and especially if you've got a mod pack on it, you can't see your health bar. Yeah. Or you can't see your, your hunger bar. Uh, it basically ruined the game for me. Mm, that sounds useful. Well, that, you can't turn off hunger. Yeah, I fiddled with the code endlessly and I couldn't get it. To yeah, so you, it's, it's ridiculously complicated and it was a bad move. If you have it on peaceful, you should not be able to take damage from anything except for jumping off very high buildings. We're going to rush through this podcast because I've got to get home and play some... Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim, which yeah. is going to be fun. So what's happening? Make it short, Ben. I've been seeing some amazing movies this week. Oh god, it's gonna be like an hour. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> all right, all right, let's roll. I just Come wanted on. to, I just wanted to mess with you. I right. did see what I can only assume will be the uh, movie of the uh, Shark Knight 3D. Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of bikinis in that movie. That's about all there is in that is movie. Boobs or just bikinis? There's a disappointing amount of boobs in this movie. Right. There's, it's PG. It's PG. Yeah. So I thought it could be way more. Uh, so is it gory? Not enough, I thought. Oh, but that's what, that's what I figured. can be P- disappointing. With PG, you, you have to factor out, like, proper violence. You have to factor out gore. You have to factor out nudity. You have to no, there's, out. there's PG movies that are nudity. Twilight's PG. Twilight's How much nudity is Twilight? I think the first one was PG. No. no. All right, it looks I, like there's some, just another generalization <laughs> from Nick that may be right or wrong. But are you saying that... There's like you know some subliminal tits. In well, well, um, well. I think it's I think it's only M in Australia, and it's got a full-on sex scene as well as uh, half vampire, half baby birth, <laughs> and lots of blood from the, what I know. But, such. but uh, well, this one there's it, like at the very start of the movie, there's some uh, awkward dialogue about one of the girls complaining that her boyfriend's about to take her top off in you know her bikini, and he does, and then throws it away. And then she puts it back on, and it comes off again. All the time, you don't see anything. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they needed to go the route of um, you know Piranha, where they kind of just went all out. It seems like this is the kind of movie where a uncut director's cut is you know potentially in the works. But uh, 
yeah, the, you know, for a horror movie that it seems to be the kind of movie that would have just attracted that audience that wants to see blood and tits. And it was, you know, blood and tits, the, the age old combination. It um, is. And it works well. It does. And they forgot about it in this movie. Um, other than that, it's, you know, pretty stupid. But if you want to see some dumb teenagers get eaten by sharks, you will get to see that. Cool. So, uh, there's that. And what else? I've been playing... I finished my insane playthrough of Gears of War 3, finally. Took you a while? Yeah, about two months ago since the game came out. But there's been, you know, Uncharted and things to play in the meantime. So, uh, But yeah, that was that was pretty fun. It was not easy at times, but managed to do that one. And yeah, still playing Uncharted. Finished that game and just started again straight away just because it's so awesome. By the way, Twilight... The new one is MA15+, Plus, yep. which is surprising. I oh, didn't okay. realise they'd gone that high on it. So which is good because I, I... So it went from PG to MA. No, you. no, I thought the first, the first, first that one. That was M. Yeah, it was M. So we can um, expect hardcore sex scenes? Well, no, apparently it's pretty graphic. Right. Like, like, they don't show anything, but it's it's still very graphic. Well, That's, the book is actually very graphic. It seems weird that, like, you know, the Twilight audience, I would assume, would be almost not able to get into it. Maybe. Well, the problem is the books, the books weren't written with the age of viewers now in mind. They were written with the age of people that were reading it. So that book was written for an 18-year-old market. Mm. And because that's when the books got ridiculously popular. So it's kind of like the Harry Potters where the third last Harry Potter was ridiculously violent. Although the, the second last Harry Potter was, you know, there were throats getting ripped out and, it wasn't and blood and guts everywhere. Pardon? No, the book, the book would have been an R-rated book. But, I don't but know, the like, movies were M. It kind of makes sense. Styled down for me with Harry Potter because uh, the audience kind of grows up with the films. I think the audience grew up with the books more than the films. But I mean, like they were released over seven years or whatever. Um, it's, it seems Twilight. There's not that many movies. There's what like four of them or something. It's there's not... gonna be five because the last the last books they're doing is two butter. Okay, this is horrifying that I know this. <laughs> I, know, I know a surprisingly large amount of Twilight through our work. Tricked me into watching the first Twilight. Congratulations, I've I haven't watched any of them. I have not watched another one ever since. But I don't know anything about the rest of the series, which you know an awful lot about. So. Well, it's pretty predictable. Get this. So, Let's not so do you've a got Twilight the, no, no, it's just So you've got the two guys who are going going for the same girl. Yeah. And the vampire gets it. And then she's going to have... So she gets pregnant. What a surprise. But she's pregnant with a half-vampire, half-human baby. Slut! <laughs> so, I wonder. So... Does that half-human, half-vampire baby age really quickly and birth really quickly? You better believe it. And what happens when the werewolf friend sees her? Gets an emotional connection. Guess what? They marry! So I was hoping you were going to go for half-vampire, half-werewolf, half-human. Oh, I wish. Some kind of, you know... One and a half, baby. But but I didn't even... (laughs) Freak show. I hadn't read any of the books, hadn't seen any of the films, and I knew the plot, and I explained the plot to someone who had seen all of it, and they were like, yep, that's correct. Yep, that happens too. So uh, you can hear all about this on Nick's Twilight podcast coming up. I think that's going to be this one, isn't it? Well, I don't know. We somehow... Well, we're finishing in like two minutes, so I think that's this one. Uh, Somehow, even before the show... We were bringing up Twilight, and now we've stumbled across it again. I don't know how this happened. I love the fact that we are just on the What You Up To section with Ben, and he was told to rush. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, ages ago. So he just wanted to hurry up so we <laughs> yeah. can get back to Bella. So yeah. you can you can rush, but I'm taking my time. Thank you very much. All right. I run this show. Um, yeah. And also, I've been playing Golden Sun on the DS. Golden Sun uh, Dark Dawn, I believe it's called. Which, Was that a uh, Game Boy game, like, early? Yeah, like it used to be one? a Game Boy Advance game. I got, it got... Like, like, you know, perfect scores everywhere. Yeah, it was... Uh, there was two of them on the GBA, and they were pretty awesome RPGs, and uh, this is it's been, like, what, 10 years or so since those games, and now I've finally got a new one. Oh, really? So it's been that long? I, I, I maybe not that long. It. it feels like a long time. I only remember getting it, it getting really good reviews, and I wanted to play it, but I think it's older. I was playing then or something. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'm sure they're still worth checking out, but uh, you can probably jump into this one having not played those ones because it explains a lot of the backstory, and certainly... I hadn't remembered anything that was going on in those games, and it you know fills you all in at the start of this game. Um, and there is like it does continue where the other ones left off, which you know unlike Zelda or something where it just kind of starts again. You don't have to worry. Uh, there is a lot of backstory to fill you in on, and there's a lot of those terminology like kind of like when you started playing Final Fantasy 13. And you like materia. 
Yeah, well, I was thinking of 13 where it's like all the lissy and the falsy uh, yeah, and they yeah. use all these weird yeah. terms that you're like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, I still don't know what they mean. No, so it's a bit like that, but at least there's kind of a glossary that helps you out to explain cool. all the terms and uh, <laughs> yeah, overall the gameplay hasn't changed all that much, but it's still really fun if you're looking for some, uh, you know, kind of old school RPG kind of stuff with, you know, a modern update, I recommend. Cool. Alright, well I might roll on with what I've been up to. Uh, Played one game all week, nothing else. Actually, well, I, technically I bought, uh, I had Call of Duty to play and I smashed out the first quarter of that game in a couple of hours or whatever. And then but, Skyrim came out? Yeah, I, well, I only got to play it one night because I was out the other nights and then bang, Skyrim's <laughs> out and nothing else has been played since then. Uh, but I've seen a few movies. Um, How many Twilight movies? No, not the Twilight movies. <laughs> uh, I saw Bridesmaids, oh, yeah, finally. I saw that. That's pretty good. Kristen it's, just bought it and it's actually, me to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's nice to see women... Uh, uh, women being willing to do gross humor, yeah, because you know all these women's comedies just don't go that far, and this this they're not afraid to go far, and yeah. it's it's good because people compare it to The Hangover, but it's a, it's basically straight up improv most of the movie, right? And it doesn't take itself too seriously. Where The Hangover, while it doesn't while it's not a serious film, they play it serious, yeah. So it's kind of like that comedy through stupid seriousness, whereas this movie was very much just. A, Taking the piss out of everything, right? And I thought it was great. I thought yeah, really, I I, I like, really like Kristen Wiig, and I thought the characters did a really good job, and it was very well done film. But yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Kristen Wiig as well, and uh, I didn't know that they improved a lot of it, but uh, you can see there's like on, on the Blu-ray there, uh, <laughs> there there's a good there's a good takes. ten minute ten minute improv cut. Yeah, cool. So there's, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them that came from Saturday Night Live, so that makes sense that they're used to that kind of stuff. And I think there's a lot actually missing from what the theatrical cut was because there are a lot of stuff so I remember seeing in the ads that weren't in the film. Because the movie wasn't short, and so I, that kind of surprises me a little bit. Yeah, but I think the, I think the uh, un, uh, unrated cut will be actually quite a bit longer. Yeah, sure. But I'll be watching that soon, but I haven't had a chance to watch that. Um, I actually went back and made my girlfriend watch Batman Begins. It was a really good watch. I've actually, I think that, I'm starting to think that those trilogies are our generation Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Because watching both of those films, they they revolutionized Batman. If you, if you think about how stupid, even the Tim Burton films were just straight up uh, characterizations and they, they weren't really Batman films, they were Tim Burton films, and he took too much creative control over the top of it. Well, I remember I used to be a big fan of Batman Returns when I was young, and then I caught a bit of it recently on TV, it's very silly. <laughs> it is, it's <laughs> but, very uh, camp too. Yeah, but uh, they were still you know fun for the time, but these ones uh, make Batman cool again, and uh, just good movies. Well, watching watching those films, they're longer. so steeped in reality. Yeah. There's not stupid stuff, even the... Even the uh, the technology that he uses are all based on realistic things. It's yeah. not it's not a it's not a cape that can make him fly well, forever. Bat ever. Batman had sort of just become a camp. That was the character that he had become. You look at the sixties Batman series. The problem is the filming. Sort of the yeah. TV have always made him camp. Whereas yeah, the comic books, while well, maybe in the sixties he was, but in the seventies or more in the eighties and nineties, Batman was. A detective. Yeah, and he was a he was a hard detective. If you've read something like The Killing Joke, the Batman's a psychotic himself. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like they sort of filmed it camp for so long that the fact that they took this one to being a bit more dirty and gritty and dark meant that it spoke out to the new audience a bit more than in the past. But I'm fairly sure we could almost get the same reaction as if we took the same directing style and grittiness and applied it to. A Superman movie or a... I don't know. Batman's yeah. a real man. Superman is a, uh, a demigod from another planet. Yeah, but you know, I mean, if you take it to one of those other ones that were, you know, always a bit camp and a bit average. I, I think um, if you, even if you talk about the X-Men movies were gritty and real and they don't hold true to what those Batman movies did. Yeah. Mainly because the problem is you've got you've to make a fantastical leap you got to jump into the fantasy of the world. Mm. Whereas with Batman, it, there's not so much jumping into the fantasy of the world because he's a normal person and he's just lucky he's got a lot of money and they have some technology, which is technically feasible. Yeah, yeah that's the coolest thing about Batman is that he is just a regular guy for yes. the most part, just uh, the money and, you know. Yeah, that's a very sort of um, 
it, that that's become more of the case for a lot of things. That's why we're starting to see more Iron Man style films where you know. Well, yeah, Iron Man's another one where yeah, it's done such a good job. And Punisher and stuff like that, where they're not actually superheroes. They've just got you know a, a, a mission to fulfill with what they have. Mm, well, exactly. Iron Man's the other example. I guess I I seem to like the comic book characters that are real people that mm. are just. It's not hard to believe that someone's super smart. Yeah. It's hard to believe that someone went into a like Captain America went into a. Uh, call it's it. that just an experiment? Of yeah, some went kind in, to... went into an experiment. Was pumped with these amazing drugs, Chemicals, which yeah. turned him into a giant thing. Or the Hulk had poisonous stuff spewed all over him. The Hulk's the least least believable character ever. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't translate to movie. But anyway, um, so I, I I really think they're probably the best trilogy of our our generation. I can't. Think of anything else that's done it, and I Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna attempt. First to Matrix argue. was worth it. The rest of me again, yeah. trilogy. You, you still have to argue with the Lord of the Rings nerds and all the rest. Yeah, of true. Them. Lord of the Rings is very good too. Yeah, I think they've done a very good job of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so there's certainly stuff around, but there's not a great deal. No, the Lord of the, Lord of the Rings is a very good example of something that was well done. Cool. Think about, I guess, with Lord of the Rings, like the Ents and things like that. There's no idea of how they were going to pull it off and. Yeah, they looked brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that was impressive. It was. Uh, so that's that, That's what I've watched, and I don't think I've done much else that's really noteworthy, uh, except for the, I'm watch, at the moment watching The Trip on my phone. The Trip's a movie with Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon, and if you've ever watched a show like QI, you'd know who Rob Brydon was, or he's been in a couple of things. He was sort of an extra in a couple of stuff, and he's got his own book and quite famous for his impressions, and he's, he's very good at it. I think it's worth watching. It's just the two guys traveling and getting under each other's skin. Or, or Rob being a normal person while he gets under Steve Coogan's skin. Right. So, yeah, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Okay. It's just kind of steeped in reality. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Good. All right. Uh, what have I been gaming? Well, I got Modern Warfare 3, smashed a single player of that, and a, quite a decent amount of the multiplayer. Um, and been playing, you know, played that a lot. That was really good, good fun. Um, really, really did enjoy the single player because I have I sort of look at Modern Warfare as you don't play it for the the storyline. You play it for the fact that it's like watching a Michael Bay film and just skipping between the action scenes. It's a bit like in old '80s action films where there was not much substance, but there was lots of pretty things to look at the whole way through, and it's very much that again. So, how do you reckon the single player compared to the other two Modern Warfare campaigns? Uh, I reckon personally, I I actually like this as much as Modern Warfare 2's single player. One Warfare 1 was still the best for my, me, but at the same time it was the first I had really played in that sort of series. It's game. hard to argue against that being the yeah. best purely for the quality of it, whereas these yeah. ones are action films. That one was a uh, a uh, action thriller yeah, rather, than was, a, rather than a, oh my god, they've shot the nuke. Oh my god, the tower's falling. Oh yeah. my god, this is happening. And that was that, but there's a couple of scenes in the new one, um, especially early on with, in New York City and stuff like that with the buildings crumbling and the, the idea of the war coming to the cities, which is just, it's, a, it's just spectacular. And yeah, I tell you what, it kicked the shit out of Battlefield 3 single player. But yeah, the multiplayer is good. It's been toned down a bit. It's less all about kill-death ratios. So for instance, I'm topping most of my multiplayer games just being a support class more than anything else, calling in drones to mark people on the map, basically dropping... How um, do the points work for that? It, it works as almost like the kills as such. You get assists for marking people with... You'll get, say, 50 points for marking someone off, and then when they're actually killed while the mark's still on them, you get 25-point assist on that as well. So you actually get more than if you just kill them yourself. Um, but does it count as a kill for you if you kill them with your drone? No, no, the drone's just a, it's a hob, like a little RC copter that you're just marking people off on the map so your people can see them on the radar. Oh, so, okay, yeah. Um, dropping stuff like um, Kevlar vests for my team, stuff like that, focusing more on that than going out for the kill-death ratios. And quite often, it might be the attitude of my kills won't be super high at the end of a match, but my points are through the roof because I've got all of these extra assists. I think it was like six kills, six death, but like 32 assists. And yeah, it's just, you can play it the way you want. So it's done a really nice way of sort of, yeah, getting everyone to work a bit more as a team, but at the same time, giving people the freedom that if they want to go off and be a bit of a lone wolf, they still can. So can you change that mid-match if you want to switch to, you know, more of a... Yeah, you do it... Um, classes uh, you use. class, like your weapon loadouts and stuff like that. You choose all the perks and so forth based on that. So you can do it yeah, cool. mid-match. And then I got Skyrim, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit more detail. 
but that's been awesome and I've sunk many, many hours into that ever since. I was sick this last week, so all I've done really How is convenient. No, actually I was, and all I've been out all I've been doing is pretty much playing games and stuff, so I've sunk a lot of time in Skyrim. It's beautiful, but we'll get into that. Uh, Movies-wise, the only movie I've really watched was Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which by now, if you haven't seen it, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, but other than that, you yeah. You don't like average 80s movies? There's, it's not an average 80s movie, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was great. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've, I played a bit of Civ Five here and there, but yeah, I've been pretty much just on Modern Warfare 3 and Skyrim. Cool. All right, so I guess we're talking about Skyrim then. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, basically, it's yeah. pretty hard to not to argue, be, unless you, you don't like that sort of yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're not an RPG person, if you're not a fantasy person, it's not going to speak to you, though. So I, I, I must admit, this is... It, I'm sure we'll do a Game of the Year and, and Thing of the Year section later, but it's by far a million years away from everything else Game of the Year for me because I haven't played a single game this year that I'd rate above a game from last year or the year before. I think this year's been pretty poor personally for like personal games that I like. So I'm, 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 I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I think that's very well structured in your choices, especially the fact that when you get into the game, you're not bombarded with, okay, you need to choose every single little element about your character and how you will play the rest of the game right now. I yeah. think that's really good because in Oblivion, that was one of the things that uh, kind of messed me up a little bit. Just... You get one chance to change it, I think, but it's before you've really done anything, and so you don't know if you've made the wrong decision. And so there's mm. definitely things that had it let me choose later on that I would have chosen differently. And especially because I don't know how many. Do you know how many levels there are for the for the game overall? How many levels you can ascend? I think uh, fifty. It's fifty levels you can ascend through, but and also your skills go up to hundred. And so you can keep. Increasing your skills once your level caps hit. Yeah, so your skills uh, and your level cap are pretty much. Do you have to have a hundred percent on that? Because I mean, so can you be level fifty and then level a hundred in every single skill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you do can? that. Yeah. So the whole thing with it is, is your personal level, say level fifty, has no bearing on your skills in regards to you know blacksmithing or one-handed weapons or whatever. It's just the other way around, in which when you level up your blacksmithing and so forth, it gives you experience towards your actual level. You actually But you only get to put fifty skill points into things anyway. Yeah, so that, that, that that's that's yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. That so makes I can more still sense. have So like, you can you can still level up to level one hundred in your smithing, but if you've spent all fifty points already, you can't get smithing unlock, master. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it still gives you that. But in theory if you save those fifty points at the end, you could probably unlock quite a few of the little tiers around anyway, Yeah, you could so, you could yeah. certainly get more than what you're yeah. Bargaining for. Yeah. yeah. So certainly that's still an option. Um, the game's massive. Oh, huge. How's it compared to Oblivion's map? Uh, it's bigger than Oblivion's map. Okay, because that was not short. No, no, I not saw, at all. I saw a YouTube video of like a fly-through of the whole map, and uh, I think without speeding it up, they said it took 16 minutes to just cross it, and that was... You know, flying through, not, you know, trudging up hills and mountains. Oh, like yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe it's... Oh, no... It, so Actually, it, it thinking about it, it's probably not 16 minutes long. It's not? No, I think Oblivion might be big, might be bigger than... Because I know things like um, San Andreas were pretty huge, but uh, they probably didn't have the level of detail that this no. one does. This one's level of detail is... Very, very, very large. Yeah, it is exceptional. You can be walking around and you'll find a little thing to pick up here and there, or, you know, and it can literally be in the middle of nowhere, I'll find a caravan that's been looted and a, a little quest note sending me off on another quest, where if you didn't walk past that, You'd completely have never known. Yeah, it's so cool to see all those little things that are so easily glossed Missed, over yeah. that they've gone to all this effort to actually put in there. But yeah, so there's a lot of that sort of stuff throughout it that that I find in the game. So and the game's massive. It looks fantastic. This one doesn't feel as empty as uh, Oblivion did. Oblivion, I found that I could be walking for five minutes, not even really come across anything out of the ordinary. It was just walking across the plains and walking across fields. Um, I, I, I certainly, looking at how much stuff there was in Oblivion, I, I think Oblivion was packed from memory. Well, I know Which, even um, Morrowind, that was one of the biggest complaints, was that there just wasn't that much out in the, uh, yeah. know, the wastelands between towns or yeah. whatever. Yeah, well, certainly so, the first time I played Oblivion, I put it down just because I walked out of the cave, got disorientated and walked for 15 minutes or something didn't yeah, so easy to do. No, it was just 
cave after cave after cave yeah. and it was the exact same cave every time and they were relatively long and it was the same looking cave in every single one yeah. whereas Skyrim everything looks different every cave looks different every every cave is so well designed that they just feel different yeah. it's not it doesn't feel like it's been like you know control random generate cave size control random generate wall art yeah that's good but yeah no it's a, it's a really good game it's um it's highly addictive like past ones have been and like Fallout was which is one of Bethesda's other games that they've made it's yeah beautiful I had one of those oh my god moments at one point walk like it was probably a few hours into the game and I was walking up a mountain hit the very top peak of the mountain and looked down over the area and it just you could see over this massive massive expansion of land and castles off in the distance and buildings here and there and it wasn't a scripted scene or anything it was just something that you know, I came across, and you could see dragons mounted on, you know, sort of flying above things, and it was just, yeah, it really blew me away. Oh, so you can actually see the dragons, like, flying around? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, there are certain spots where they, like, I've, I've fought this, or a dragon twice in the same spot, so I think they, especially because, like, there's only a certain number of actual dragons in the game, is in, there are certain positions where all of them are, so they're very much scripted, like, you're not going to, you're not going to walk through a field one day and it's going to randomly appear in yeah, that field and then walk through another field a mile away and that same dragon's just going to appear in the other area. Um, I've been attacked by random dragon encounters throughout the game. No, no, as in the random dragon, that's the area where they will encounter you. They don't change. Right. So because because there are voices you need to earn, Yeah. if, if you kill a dragon and that was it for that dragon, you can't earn that, that chant or that, that, that dragon cry. Yeah, well, I've been... So that, that you can go back and kill that dragon later on when you need to, when you finally got the shout that that dragon will teach you. Right. From I've, resolving its soul. I've, I've killed a few dragons where it hasn't been near the, any word or anything. Oh, no, 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 they're not. No, because like this, because like I've, I've gone up to one word wall, killed a dragon and got three words off that wall. Right. right. So, and that, that, then I need to go back and kill that dragon again and then it will give me one of those words. Right. So, but certainly there's, there's, a lot around there's a total of i think 20 souls to be collected throughout the entire game so there's a lot to go through and yeah it's good, like, it's good that you can go and kill them over and over and over if yeah. they but they, they 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 do take a little while to spawn i think right so do um, they look different as well yes yeah they're, they're they all have different abilities that's cool so some have fire ice lightning or Death, uh resurrections all sorts of stuff yeah some have um they do um Whirlwind and stuff like that and things like that. Yeah. So. And it seems like they replaced the Oblivion Gates, which is good because oh, they were one of the most, you know. They were the, the Oblivion Gates. You just get one. in there and run straight up to the top and just hit the yeah, yeah hit the button up the top. You wouldn't fight anything because it's just a pain in the ass getting through it. Exactly, and you have to do it like sixteen times in the game. Or yeah, something. and you got no health in it. And yeah, yeah. And so it's good to see that they've mixed it up a bit with. Uh, you know, it is. It is a a, um, a ridiculously large improvement on Oblivion. Yeah. But that's purely because Oblivion was made before Fallout really specialised yeah, their ideas. I think it was like the third or fourth game that I got for Xbox 360. Yeah. So it was definitely early early on in the console. Oh, it was great for its time too. Yeah, uh, one, sure. one criticism I do have, which is it, it's hard to compare it and Fallout, is that Fallout, as much as you could get pistols, there was one, two, three specialised better pistols. Yeah. So you got, you've got your normal pistol, but then you've got three or four that are blah, blah, blah's pistol yeah. or something like that. Whereas in Oblivion, there's so many different weapon combinations that there's no knowledge of what's the best, most powerful yeah. weapon. And of course, even I think some of the some of the powerful weapons are still randomised in what their abilities are. Yeah, yeah, it's still so, it's, yeah. they're still random seeded. So which which is hard because you could, I've walked through that game and I haven't got a single weapon that's a, a single-handed weapon that's got more than 16 damage right which is hard except for the i've had a i've had a higher quality one created for me through a quest right. which has had that which is just a direct creation of a particular type of metal right but every other one has been a very low skill or very low attack right power which is something that unfortunately that's the way it is but yeah in in oblivion i basically played the whole game just jumping around so i could get levels up just yeah. For athletics or something. There's yeah. no athletics in this no, game. No, none of that in this game. They, they can't cheat by jumping everywhere. No. <laughs> Damn. That was my plan. Well, it didn't really help you, really? Like, well, because... Well, made you, you jump higher. You upgrade your jumping and then you get enough upgrades of that skill upgrades your level. 
Yeah, true. And yeah. so that's just how I got pretty much all my levels up was just jumping around the world. Well, I mean, it didn't really help you with like the, the pain in the ice was something like a shield if you used a shield where every hit was doing you damage and you had to take all the hits until you slowly built up your shield level. But the problem is you'd be like, bang, 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 six hits, take potions, six hits, take potions, six hits, run the fuck away. Yeah. So yeah. What's that's the- still there. That's still you case. don't take damage from getting hit with the shield, except you can get knocked back. Yeah, but your heavy armor, for instance, to level that up requires you to take a hit. So there is still a, a level. I think if you if you're using heavy armor while you're actually fighting, it levels up. Because I've yeah, I've the, got levels without hit getting hit. Uh, yeah, well, when you, you no, it's when you hit. You might have been hit by an arrow or something like off to the side or yeah, something. Sure, um, I, yeah. I thought it was through using heavy armor in combat. Uh, certainly, it's always been for me when I've been hit okay. under it. Um, and so, yeah, there's still definitely that sort of thing to it, but it's not really an issue. Like, leveling up your heavy armor really doesn't make that much of an effect other than being able to unlock Better stuff heavy down armor there. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, so how's the difficulty in the game? Like, you were saying before the show that the dragons weren't too bad. I've been, I've been fighting it incredibly easy, personally. Yeah. Um, the dragons, which should be the hardest thing in the game to defeat. Um, not really if you have to kill them, if you have to kill them all. Yeah. But at the same time, they should be relatively difficult. It's like having a boss. I, I, I think you're under. I, you've, I think you've got some lucky pickups and things like that with your character, and you've you've, you've kind of you've, you've been lucky to level up well and go through the right areas. But I've, I've I've really struggled through some points. And dragons, as much as they're not hard compared to everything else, they'll, they'll still kill me if I'm not careful. Right. The easiest way, without putting all of our listeners to sleep by now, is it's a, it is a good game. Um, it's definitely a contender for a game of the year. If you've liked Fallout or the other Elder Scrolls or just in general a lot of RPGs, like if you, especially if you've liked stuff like Lost Odyssey, World of Warcraft. Um, I think it's hard not to like this game no matter what you like. Yeah. Unless you don't really like to play long games, yeah. you'll probably like this Well, game. that was it. Like I wanted to get this game, but it wasn't super high up on my list and it turned out to be a good purchase. But I only got it because um, I worked out a way to get it for free with trading in Arkham City for it. And... After getting that sorted, it was actually yeah well worth picking up. So how long do you reckon the story is going to last you? Uh, I'd say the the main storyline is going to be at least fifty hours. Jeez. That's no, I don't think. I don't think. I think you mean if you went from yeah, story quest to story quest. To story quest. I think it'd probably be an eight to ten hour story, and then you've got countless hours of quests. Okay. Because yeah, I I definitely spent a lot of time in. I doubt Oblivion. it's as long as Oblivion because yeah. Oblivion was stupidly long. There was there was so much, especially do, going through and doing the the gates was just like, oh, by the way, we reopened all the gates. You've got to close these sixteen gates that you've already closed once that we yeah. asked you to. It that was, was really padding. Yeah. Whereas I don't think this game, as far as I've seen, hasn't had much padding. Okay. Yeah, but it's certainly got the quest to back itself up with. So it might because all the quests in this as well are not short quests. Like, I haven't found many quests where you could pretty much pick it up, play it for five minutes, you know, five, oh, fifteen there's minutes. No such, there's no such thing as a game where you, any RPG where you beat yeah, it. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, that sort of attitude, whereas I think we'll find that the main storyline actually might be quite long just because each one of these quests, whether it be as simple as go down into a dungeon and pick me up this, you know, shield or sword, those dungeons can take hours. But the good thing that I've heard about this is the uh, side quests also... Some of the best ones in the game as well. Oh yeah, the side quests have so far been much more interesting than the main quest line, just because they're quirky and they're from little characters here and there throughout the game. Skyrim speedrun, two hours and sixteen minutes. So <laughs> I, I think, don't think I don't think it's a, a, a ridiculously I don't long. Know. I, that's probably from one of the uh, testers, yeah. Because I remember they did the same kind of thing. With yeah, it was a Bethesda tester. Yeah, so they did the same thing with Oblivion and all the Fallout games um, at the end of development they just get one of the testers who knows that game back to front and i think they kind of cheat their way to the end basically i guess but at least they at least it, like i understand the real person's going to take a long time but you know you're not you're not you're not speed running most games put it in perspective when uncharted 3 uh, finished development they did a similar thing where that game took me about nine hours to beat and one of the testers said he beat it in about three so yeah, those test speed runs aren't really indicative of you know how long, uh, how long take. they actually are. Yeah, so yeah. But um, if it's you know ten hours or so, that sounds pretty fair. So uh, either way, it doesn't seem like there's any shortage of content to play. No, no, series. not at all. And there'll most likely be DLC and all the rest. Oh yeah, the they're known for having massive expansions. So exactly. It's, yeah. 
pretty likely, I'd say. But yeah, uh, if anything, just go rent it from your video store first and check it out. If you're, you know, not not one hundred percent sure, but I think you'll find you'll get into it pretty. But you think anyone who's uh, been a fan of Elder Scrolls before? Will yeah, like yeah, this? most definitely. And I think most people that have an interest in RPGs or just any sort of fantasy games, it's going to really speak to them. Yeah, that was one of the things with Oblivion. I wasn't usually a huge fan of those uh, fantasy stuff. Yeah, and it sucked me in. So yeah. uh, if, if, even if you know you're not usually into that kind of stuff, don't let it deter you too yeah, much. Yeah, Bethesda does that pretty well. So yeah. how how long to beat dot com has fifteen hours. One okay. person's beat it if one count of fifteen hours. That sounds about right. That's all they've got. Yeah, but I mean, like if you, I understand that you. We, we, we talk about realistically, it'll take that long. But if, you, if you're going to blast through. If you just want to play it and beat the, you know, you, and you're not really trying to level, you're not doing any of the guilds, you're going to smash it out pretty quickly. Yeah. I can't imagine it's terribly long. These, these games, they, it's very hard to make a game really long if someone's just going to go and wants to beat that and goes from mission to mission to mission to mission. Yeah, but I, I suspect most people that are playing Skyrim anyway aren't exactly aren't doing mostly. Well, if you're yeah. you're wasting your time if you're yeah. going to play the main quest because I'm, I'm I'm doing guild stuff. I've only done two parts of the main quest and I've probably sunk. Uh, it'd be probably 15 hours about that. I don't think I would have, I don't think I've had more than 15 hours to play games. Yeah. All right. That's um, the end of the Skyrim talk. Let's go yes. home. Uh, so yeah, Modern Warfare 3 is out just quickly. It's very good. If you like the past Modern Warfares, pick it up. Multiplayer's, you know, it's got a, once again, a solid multiplayer as they always do. I've mentioned a bit of it before. Single player is like your old action flicks, you know, quite, quite good fun. And yeah. Once again, recommended. Uh, most stores are still doing it cheap at the moment, so if you get it now, you'll still. Pick it uh, you won't. You won't have long if you're going, especially in Australia, if you're going to pick it up for cheap. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave it till more than probably the end of this week or the end of next week. JB's listed it till the twenty fifth of November for the trade in one get one free deal. So they, they've got you got two weeks of that. Yeah. So go pick it up if you are at all interested, and don't wait till Christmas because you'll pay a much larger price. Oh yeah, it'll be one hundred and ten dollars by Christmas. Yeah. Um, so I might as well go pick it up if you yeah. if you like the other ones you'll probably enjoy it. That's it. If you're looking for the same sort of you know just easy, yeah, guaranteed formula fun game. Pick yeah, it up. that's yeah. where to go. Cool. What a, we had some little articles. figures. Yeah, it's sold 6.5 uh, million copies in the US and UK alone, which is 400 million dollars. Yeah. That that was on day one, yeah. Day one as far well, as far as your figures. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> that's the say. highest launch of any anything basically. Yeah. any entertainment. And it's cross platform. Yeah, whether it's uh, you know video games, movies, whatever. Everything. I, I still don't think you can compare it to movies and things like that because it's so expensive. Well, yeah, obviously a ticket price is not the same price as buying a video game, but in terms of money, yeah. uh, that's you know a pretty insane. Amount. It'd be hard. It'd be hard to make that much money off ticket prices, even in America, if it's sold at every single yeah. screening ever. Well, like people were day. suggesting that the box office this week was lower just because Modern Warfare came out. Yeah, but that ha- that's guaranteed to happen. Yeah, yeah. but it's just that impressive that you know video games are at that stage where you know it can pull you know that money. Oh, that's away. it. It's, it's impressive that it's pulling that much money. I still, I still don't like it being compared with things that cost a lot less money. Well, it also probably doesn't help that you know opening this week was Jack and Jill. I think that probably turns people away. And, yeah, I don't think many people yeah. are for that. And unfortunately for them, they had Battlefield 3 to uh, disrupt their sales a bit, hey Nick? Battlefield 3 still sold 5 million copies. Yeah. Still, oh, I, I, I and that was in the first week, though, compared to the first... I don't, you, so yeah. you, you're arguing that the, 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 uh, the company has the anything. most money to spend on... Everything has the most money to spend on advertising has blitzed the advertising campaign oh, for on, two on, years. I will go back to episode one where you did make mention the fact that EA was just as big as Activision. Well, they are just as big. So Doesn't do be- no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> calm down. The whole of EA wasn't working on that one game. The whole of Activision was working no, on that were. one game. Yeah, they were. The prototype and World of Warcraft. Dude, and- no one's working on prototype. And I can guarantee you, <laughs> no one that actually was in Activision is working on World of Warcraft. I'm pretty sure that's still Blizzard, the company that they own or share profits with, but they're not the same fucking company. Let's not let's not claim. Either way, you're- let's not claim that anyone at Activision has even gone near the Blizzard buildings. Your your claims were still that Battlefield Three was going to upset Modern Warfare. Well, I think it, it, it's it still has made a dent into it. It could have sold more. If it outsold 
Black Ops and all the rest, it was not a matter of taking a dent. It would only be if it was less of a drop than Black Ops and stuff. Yeah, well, it still, it still made a lot of money. And it still was always going to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. What can, what can I say? I, I, think, I think that you're, you're arguing for something that's had a lot of past to it and really strong backing. Uh, whereas I'm, I, I don't really give a shit about it that much. Like, I, I don't like Modern Warfare because it's the same fucking game every year. Right. It's as much as they tweak it, it's the same game. That's the same engine that they used for the last game, which was the same engine they used for the game before. But do you think when Battlefield 4 comes out next year, it's going to be a whole lot different from this one? No, not at all. Yeah, so... Yeah. And I'm probably not going to play Battlefield 4. Because yes, I probably will have got over it by then. Yeah, you say that now. Yeah, I thought that after Black Ops, but then Modern Warfare 3 came out, it was fucking awesome. Well, Modern Warfare 3 is a different game to Black Ops. Oh, but we're, even not, we're not talking about even it. after Modern Warfare 2, I thought I wasn't going to keep going down that No, it's, it's the same game. It's the same engine. They yeah, tweaked the mean. engine. But I, that's what I mean. I thought I wasn't going to continue going, and then it came out and I ended up buying it in the same way when Battlefield 4 comes out. But you've out. always liked those games. You've always played those yeah, games. Yeah, and there's the same reason why you'll buy Battlefield 4 when that comes out, because you've always liked them and it's going to be the same. I wouldn't say I've always liked them. I only ever played Bad Company and then this game. And 43. Well, 43 isn't the same game. Oh, but it's still the same engine and everything. No, 43 is not the same engine. I thought that was Frostbite. 43 was like a... Uh, no, not uh, It was an arcade. Yeah, I know, but it's still running on the Frostbite. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. <laughs> I don't think the engine is the you know big yeah. issue. That's true. It could have like Gears and Unreal Tournament. It's not the same game. It's the same engine. Yeah, but they're both awesome. <laughs> Is that your point here? Yes. Okay. Yeah, engines make everything. Think of anything that's been on the source. Yeah, you're right, engine. Frostbite engine. There you go. Um, anything that's been on the source, well, as far as I can think of anything that's been on source, has been good. Most things have but been that's on, more because it's, you know, Valve development. Yeah, but most things have been on Unreal have been generally decent. Um, most things have been on Crytek have sucked. I don't know. I made a level on Unreal Tournament. I'm not saying it's <laughs> a level that <laughs> I made. think we all do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the Unreal engines, the... I got the base type for most things. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, no, no, it was definitely a, a big win for Activision again this year, and I'm sure they're going to do it again. No, not next year, the year after, because next year's... Uh, I'd, st I'd still like to hold out hope that people are going to get over these games. Because like, well, everyone that's buying it is not going and playing the extra stuff. They're buying it, going straight into the multiplayer, and playing Team Deathmatch. But that's what you're telling us to do with Battlefield 3, is to go straight into the multiplayer. If that's what these games But are. I, I think that multiplayer is a lot more inventive than two teams on either side of a field or either side of a containers in basically a rabbit warren like every other one where there's as much as the graphics are different, it's basically the same structure no, but and I'm, you get two people camping in specific What I'm trying to spots. say is it's not about whether one's got a better quality or not. It's the fact that both games are being built for people to pick up just to play the multiplayer. No, I, I think you guys are wrong. I've got friends who don't play on... Online, and, and they they're just buy. of course yeah, they they're buy. just buying yeah, these games yeah. for the campaign. And it's because there's you know that mass appeal that people are buying it for whatever their purpose is. Oh, of course, yeah. well, I, I bought I bought um, uh, Modern Warfare three mainly to play the campaign. Yeah, because I think it's a better campaign, and I'd rather I'd rather play through that and kill people. Plus, I know I can beat it on veteran, and I'm probably gonna yell my way through it. But you know, it's probably an easy. 800 achievement points really so that's the thing you might play it you know play through on the hardest setting some people might just play through once and trade it in other people might you know buy it for the multiplayer and just solely focus on that but it's because there's so many options here that yeah. people are just gonna but buy a crap we, load of copies of this yeah game. and if we look at just the sales numbers at this point it's not slowing down it's speeding up um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the first month's sales are, because yeah. uh, if day one, and that was only UK and US And US, numbers. that does affect in Australia, Asia, you yeah, know, Europe. Else. Yeah. So, well, even factoring in Asia is not the biggest market for this game in the world. But it, it no, just but means there's other big Europe markets that aren't being counted yeah. towards that number. So they, they said yeah. they already shipped 10 million. It wouldn't be surprising if they sold most of those by the end of the yeah. month. Um, certainly, when I went in to pick up my copy... There was a huge stack behind the guy just on on the then oh, just for him to sell. Um, there was probably a good hundred copies of the game, and I went into an EB a couple of days later for Skyrim, and basically said to the guy there, I was like, "Oh, did you have a big stack as well?" He went, "Yeah, we had two hundred copies." They, they never thought they'd get through it, and before they knew it, by lunchtime they were out. It was just flying off the shelves of uh, Modern Warfare Three. 
Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how long this can continue because every Call of Duty game comes out, it sells millions more than the, the last, last one. one. And eventually they're going to run out of consoles to games at this point. So well, no, yeah, eventually it, they're going to run out of people that are going to buy that game. It can't, really. it can't go forever, so... You know, yeah. does that mean next year is going to see a drop off? I don't know. It's yeah. been like I would have thought maybe this year, yeah, but yeah, that's it's it. just still selling well, like crazy. Every year I expect the Treyarch one to take the drop. Because yeah, and then Black Ops. Well, I think I think um, they were very they 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 weren't given as much leeway as they were given with yeah. previous games. Whereas this one was a it, it, look at the age it was set in. It wasn't actually a real war. It was set in uh, you know like a like a what was it? It's like a Black Ops. So it's yeah. a, it, it's it's through time, and it was a little bit closer to home. So the weapons were a little bit more, yeah. a little bit closer. They actually had scopes on your weapons, whereas none of the other ones had scopes on your rifles. Yeah, but, but so, yeah. you're also yeah. saying you think it's going to make a difference between who develops it. This, even though this game is made by Infinity Ward, it's still mostly a different team that yeah. made the last two Modern Warfare. So it shows that that even well, doesn't pretty, make a huge difference. Yeah. So. But it's very 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 structured in the way it's made. If you look at it, every Part of the graphics are exactly the same with the from the layout of the menus to the 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 way you move through the game. Yeah, there's a familiarity. as much as the levels are different, yeah. and it's, they look like they do look the same. Like I'm, I'm not saying the same environments, but it looks like a it looks like a modern warfare game. But even if it looks the same, it's just uh, impressive that they can keep up the yeah. uh, the same level of gameplay. Like people. Still seem to uh, yeah, be enjoying the campaigns. Tiring on it. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's just the people that like the that that multiplayer. They it's the it's the new Counter Strike basically. Yeah. It's um, it's a very very it's simple team deathmatch. It's what people want to play. They want to play that style of game. Yeah, yeah. well, it's certainly working. And at this point, the other thing I was going to mention in regards to we're going to run out of copies of the games compared to the consoles is the Xbox has been pulled in Japan, which I know you know. We're, we're Australian entertainment, but it was always interesting to hear that Microsoft's always struggled in Japan in, and in parts it's of American. Asia. Yeah, and it, it's so American. But also because their competitors are two Japanese consoles. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, 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 they make Japanese yeah. games, whereas it. it's um, uh, there's not terribly many games that are directly made for the Xbox yeah. 360 that are Japanese games. Yeah, and the ones that you do see end up on. PlayStation usually eventually anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you had things like you know Final Fantasy that only got an Xbox release outside of Japan initially, yeah. and so it was you know not surprising. But uh, uh, yeah, Microsoft has pulled all support. I, I'm still surprised that they are pulling support. I, I I'd have thought they would have just yeah gone for it. I, I I'm very surprised that they're laying down. Well, I think they've you know just been struggling for so many years that. But then you take it's a look. It's obviously not worth it for them. Um, the recent uh, numbers came out. Sony lost what was it, seven hundred and something? Oh yeah, I think million uh, this last. Yeah, and Nintendo's this over is the a first billion time in a quarter that, or something. Yeah, that, that they've made a loss since yeah. they started, so. and it's a huge loss. It's like almost a billion in a quarter or something. But horrible. then, like, they expect to make a profit over Christmas. I think yeah. so. It's just. That one time a year where the sales obviously just surge like crazy. And so. the Japanese yen is far too high compared to the US dollar. At the yeah, so there's well. a lot of factors. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see, you know, how... That affects everything. Yeah, bit. towards yeah. the end of the year, things change a little bit. Obviously, yeah. that's what they're counting on. Um, yeah. And the other thing I forgot to mention is last week, but it, I guess it still counts as this week, is the first Gears War 3 DLC has been released. And this the is the map pack. Horde yeah. Command map pack. Yeah. And there's another map pack coming in like two weeks for free, which is cool. I and as far as free, I know, right. they've they've locked it off to only Horde at this point. So if you want to play these maps, you've got to play them in Horde mode. You can't go and play them in Team Deathmatch mode. Yeah, it's the the Horde Command pack. It's yeah. actually only... But it will, I believe it will in, in another, a little yeah, while. Yeah. But that's, it's good that they're sort of... Yeah. They're built for this, so they're making you play it in this. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's always good. And it's... Yeah. So have you checked those out? Or? Uh, not yet. Um, just saving up some money to get the annual subscription pass. Yeah, fair enough. I'm still looking forward to the uh, the single player add-on that's coming in. Uh, Isn't the, the subscription not worth it if you miss out on the first one? No, no, because it will cover the first one. So you actually still get it for free? I even believe if you... so. Yeah. You can buy it, the subscription, at any time, I assume. Yeah, well, that's it. No, I just don't know if it counts. Well, I, I wouldn't have thought they'd let you well. buy the subscription after they've released three or four, because they, they won't make their money. I assume it's like the uh, Red Dead one where you could just choose to buy individual or you could buy the buy pack. as a pack as such, yeah. Look, I, thought, I thought you got extra stuff with that. Oh, uh, no, I'm under the impression it's just the price of all of them minus 33%. Well, 
Which seems like a... Well, so then why would they let you buy it after they've started releasing them? Because that still locks you in for purchases of all the rest rather than you just buying the first... But once it gets to the point we're buying, say, the first three... Well, you might not want to buy all of them. Yeah, you might... But this way, they've got you to buy all of them. Yeah. You know, it's that sort of thing. It's just a... It's a no, but I mean, I mean, once they get to a certain point, they're going to stop you from being able to buy that and save money. What's well, always those, like, buy two, get one free Yeah, it's, it's it's still always going to be beneficial to them because it's going to encourage someone to buy all all the map packs rather than... Well, not once, not once uh, they've got more money involved. Why, why would they Why would they let you buy something for uh, and save money once they've released all of them? Because you might not buy them all, whereas this way you will buy them all because it's still not going to be cheaper. Well, it won't matter to them well, after for, they've already example, sold it lots. When Gears of War 2 came out, they had the extra map pack that was like all the maps and the single player add-on as a single purchase yeah and that, that was, was a lot cheaper buying. than buying them the maps separately i would have just bought the single player stuff but yeah. then since the maps were only a little bit extra i'm like okay well i'll pay that little bit extra so i you know that's exactly what they're looking yeah, for yeah but it'll actually. be it'll be a lot extra won't it minus 33% it's still a bit but then again when but Minus yeah. 33% means you're still paying $70. But that's yeah, still a lot of money. money $40, than, you know, yeah. Just someone like me who would have just paid, you know, the whatever. The $10 for the single player. Yeah. Well, I mean, once they've released them all. I, I would still only why, buy why, yeah, but Yeah, but not everyone will. Not everyone that wants, like, just say someone's like, oh, I really love the, the two single player parts, but I don't want the three other parts. Why would they, why, why, what's the benefit in even letting them have the decision to pay an extra $40 on top? For stuff they don't want. Well, because then they're getting the potentially forty dollars on top. It's for well, no, 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 no. They're not going to buy that though. If they yeah. only want those two, why the fuck would you buy the stuff you don't want well, for forty dollars? No, well, Ben's yeah. saying that There's it a was a little bit more. more. It's not yeah. forty dollars. Forty dollars a lot of but money for someone that doesn't earn much. At the end of it all, I might turn around and go, "I actually want those map packs, but maybe not that one there." Yeah, it's I'll just to the convince you. Yeah, it's just it's just an incentive in the same way. You know, they could sell two t-shirts at Just Jeans and you might only want one of them. But if they're doing... I'd be surprised if they keep it forever. I think 33% is a lot of money. It's a big percent to save when they can release a a Game of the Year edition in in another another six months. They'll release, say, a a copy of the game on Xbox Live and then occasionally that'll go on sale for like 50% off or whatever. It's still getting extra. Yeah, but it's a sales. long, it's a long time down the track. That's that's, that's a year and a half, two years down yeah, the track. Yeah, but that's the same with all of these deals. Yeah, that's just what you're saying. The thirty-three percent. Yeah, but no, that's thirty-three percent right now. Like when you can initially get it. I I I, I assumed them from when? what I what I thought I'd read was that it was a a pre-release, and I'm sure you said you've got to get in before, otherwise it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to work out at the moment is whether or not they're keeping it on. It's just uh, you get all the DLCs. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. They're pro- I would have thought they're going to get rid of it. Kurt did say something like that. Yeah, in but one certainly the first DLC is out and the pack's still available. So Yeah, okay. They've still got it out, so yeah. Okay. I'm surprised that it's still out. I thought it would have been a yeah. get in early, otherwise you're going to have to pay full price for all of it. Well, they could certainly go either way, but uh, I suspect the offer will still be around. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, let's bring up something else we've got something really good to talk with uh, I've been looking at Reddit a fair bit and there's lots of atheist stuff at the moment Right now I don't really care what your political what your, what your religious leanings are uh, do you check Reddit much? no I do go on there semi- are they giving you the shits? because they're certainly giving me the shits it seems like they are just as fucking bad y- yeah kind of <laughs> it's, it's pretty much um Instead of everyone preaching about Christianity, it's preaching about atheism. And the, kind of the benefit of being an atheist seems to be avoiding that stuff. Yeah, just not... not I, I assumed that as an atheist, you don't give a fuck what anyone else believes. Well, I know that certainly uh, in some places there's atheist meetings. And it just seems like, what are you doing at that moment? Yeah, is it, isn't, this, isn't yeah. this what you're deliberately yeah. not wanting to be involved in yeah yeah once you're meeting to discuss your beliefs in something it's a religion even so, if it's yeah. your like yeah. non-beliefs yeah. in something yeah and i because i must admit it's a, I, we're not in the u.s but i have never ever 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 had anyone push their poli- uh, push their religious beliefs on me to the extent that it's pissed me off except oh, for atheists have. i've had people come and knock on the door and i've said sorry no thank you and they've gone no problem and walked away i've never had any of those issues and in fact even if someone was like that I don't think it really matters to me and I don't see why I have to turn around and abuse them about my about my beliefs yeah okay yeah certainly I've had people uh, just badge me and badge me about religion especially people that come to the door and they won't fuck off 
but it's not going to be enough for me to turn around and badger them back. It's just a case of I'll just go, you know what, I gave you a chance to walk away without being pissed. Yeah. yeah, now I've got a little less respect for your religion and shut the door. That's about as much as they're going to get. Um, but I, yeah, other than that, I'm not going to really have, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go and become an atheist and then go spread the word of, I guess you could call it hate in a way, you know, that way. Well, I think I must, the, oh, well, okay. the thing about atheism is it's like the same as any religion in the people who believe that are very set in their ways and the people who are, you know, so religious. It's probably they're not going to convince each other very, you know, in most cases at least. No. So there's not really much point in bringing it up. But with Reddit and these kind of forums, you just have to take it as, you know, I'm going to this website. I don't have to go to this website. Yeah, exactly. You just have to acknowledge that everyone there might have this... They have a voice. Yeah, they might have this certain opinion and they're going to be vocal about it. And so, you know, if there's a thread about, you know, Christianity, I can avoid it just as easily as I can avoid one about atheism, I guess. No, I don't know. It's pretty hard to avoid them at this point in time. But, I mean, like, you open a window, it's like, okay, I can just close it. I don't have to listen to everyone. I just think they're they're missing the point. They're missing the point of atheism. Yeah. That they seem to think it's 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 a fight against religion. It's not. It's a choice not to pay attention to it. It's a choice to not be involved in it. Yet they seem to think that they have to go out of their way to harass everyone else about it. Yeah. It just really gives me the shits. I just don't see the point in going over the top about it. And I actually, I find people with religion more endearing because they have something that makes them happy. They have something that gives them hope and makes them strive in their life for further improvement. They've got something that makes them want to develop as human beings. Whereas atheists have got something that makes them hate other people. Yeah. Whiny little emo bitches. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Anyway, so shut the fuck up about it, please. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they're listening to this and they won't listen to it again and then I don't have to deal with them ever again. Post this uh, on Reddit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up about it. No one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, Explicit tag. Anything else on the agenda? Uh, Going home and playing Skyrim. What about releases? It's getting late. I'm going to have to go to bed soon. Releases? Releases, uh, yeah, whatever, Assassin's, whatever, Halo, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so far, he's listed like, <laughs> some of the biggest titles for the year. Um, all right, so I've got um, Halo, C, not Halo C, Anniversary. Anniversary Edition, not C Edition. It is C, it is C Anniversary Edition. It is C. Combat yeah, Evolved. Yeah, right, cool. Um, so it's the original Halo, which has been upgraded. Uh, yeah, upscale. Yeah, and for the 10th of Yeah, Anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not like a arcade arcade port, it's a... Full it's a full redo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's um, cool you can switch between like the different graphic style of Oh the, wow, really? Yeah, the old Halo or the new upgraded That's one. That's pretty cool, except for the fact that I never played the old Halo, so well, yeah, now it you doesn't matter. See me. what it looked like and being, you know, be underwhelmed. About, yeah, glad that you didn't have to play it like that. Yeah. Um, Monkey Island did it in the same kind of way where you could press the button and flight. switch between the two. Where, yeah. yeah, it seems like a cool uh, you know, feature for one of these like, you know, bigger three D games as well. Um, yeah, listen, I, I semi-enjoyed the first Halo. Um, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I liked the, I liked, I didn't, three was okay, but I liked, um, ODST and I liked Reach a lot. Yeah. Um, it was a good way to start the series off, let's just say. It it was awesome 10 years ago. I don't know if I feel the need to go back and play it. I installed it on my Mac a while ago, um, and played back through it again because I had a Mac version from, which I think before Microsoft actually launched it at that point because it was originally a Mac game. Um... And, yeah, certainly uh, played through that again. And I sort of got about halfway through and just went, why am I doing this, it seems. Yeah, I felt a bit the way, the same way about uh, Halo 2 when that came out on uh, Windows. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, and it didn't have the uh, same split-screen co-op stuff that no. I enjoyed so much about the original game. Like, I've, I've played through most of Halo 2 again on Windows because I can get Xbox Live achievements on it. Um, but I tell you what, it was fairly freaking average and I have a feeling it's going to be the same. Well, the thing about Halo 1 back in the day, it was the first time that you had these big open worlds where you're driving around on the Warthog. Yeah, and and it's been done now. Yeah, if you've played all the uh, releases since then, I don't know if it's going to have the same effect. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on how much they've done to improve it. Maybe they've worked on not ruining the game and not changing it too much, but sort of bringing that sort of new grand scale into it. Yeah, it seems like if you uh, wanted to go back and play the game again, this is the way to do it. Yeah. But if you want a whole new Halo experience, maybe just waiting for Halo 4 is the way to go. But uh, it's cheaper than most releases at the moment, which is a little incentive. And if yeah, you never played 
Halo 1, then, uh, you know, it's not a bad way to check it out. Um, and for all those little dickheads that are going to go, it's not on Mac. It was. So it was. Shut the fuck yeah. up about that too. Well, it um, came out on Mac and PC at the same time, but it was originally developed by, for uh, Mac. But Gearbox. then, but then uh, Microsoft bought it, and it came out on Xbox it exclusively. Was, Mac used it as a up yours to Microsoft originally when they released um, 10.0 uh, or OS X, the original one as such. Where it's they really showed, OS X. Oh. Yeah, they showed up at a. Um, Would have been yeah. Um, at a press conference, and Microsoft was showing off all their games, and they went, "Look what we've got running." I think it was a real-time strategy at that time. Yeah, as well. and just went, "Look what we've got running, enjoy," and walked off. There's a really good it. kind of like behind the scenes of the history of Bungie from uh, about the time they uh, they stopped working on the Halo franchise. It might even be a ten-year anniversary kind of thing. Right. Um, and I'll try and link to that from the cool. uh, podcast episode. And the other games coming out is Assassin's Creed Revelations. It should Another be good. Looks good. I, I like the idea of going through Turkey. Yeah, yeah. No, it should be good. Um, Istanbul. It's is. a bit scary that we've heard very little about it when you really think about it. I think it may have um, slipped under the radar. I think Skyrim's probably overwhelmed everything. Same with Modern Warfare. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Battlefield really. I think Battlefield dropped off after. But the first especially week, when it comes to like television spots and stuff like that. Last few weeks, it was all about Battlefield Three until launch. Then it was all about Modern Warfare. Now it's all about Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think it, even Skyrim suffered from Modern Warfare dominating over it with yeah. its advertising money because they got so much money. But Skyrim uh, basically has the best gameplay, so it really gave a finger to everyone else. Yeah. I so, think there's still a lot of fans. That are just you know, oh, looking for the next Assassin's Creed. Dude, that's got the most yeah. amazing fan base. Yeah, yeah. At um, the EB Expo, that game got the biggest scream. That yeah. game in Arkham City were yeah. the ones that the fans have really won. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, Assassin's it's a better single player than ever. Yeah, some of the best yeah. single player ever. It won't sell Modern Warfare level, but it will still definitely sell. And there's no reason why it shouldn't. It's a very good game. Should get about um, 5 million units first yeah. week, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. It'll be on Battlefield level, yeah. But it's, it's very much the case of. Yeah, it just sort of slipped under the radar. So I'm, I'm hoping that because it obviously their loyal fans will stay on board, but there's going to be a lot of people that would have were thinking about buying it, haven't realised it's coming out, have already just gone and spent all their money on Skyrim or Modern Warfare. Well, look at this week's release schedule. If we've got three of the biggest games all in the same day, and no one really, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to fill in between. You know, Christmas, but uh, I still got to go back and play Brotherhood, which. Yeah, I, I plan on doing it at some stage. Yeah, is Brotherhood really relevant to the story? Well, I think this one is more a continuation where that one left off. Yeah. So, um, okay, because I thought I thought Brotherhood was kind of a little tack on. Well, Brotherhood it should have been like, an expansion. You know, it's neither of these games are Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah, so no. that might be. You know, you can no. probably skip over these. Two well, I don't think I don't know. I think this is this is the. It's like a trilogy within a trilogy, so yeah. you need this yeah. one to actually know yeah. what's happening. Cycles. And I think this, if anything, this one will hopefully wash my memory of when I get around to it. Of, of, the, no, of the end of the star people. Yeah, what's that? At the end of by the number Pope? two. Pardon? Wasn't that where you assassinate the Pope? Oh, yeah, you kill the Pope, but yeah, then after so that. It's the whole Pope thingy there. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like when you go downstairs yeah, after that and yeah. you, you go into this building and then they're like, the people from here came down to your planet and did this. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Be more unoriginal, no, please. Please, was, why, why, don't, was why don't make Luke Skywalker the fucking villain yeah, or it, something? It was, it was Mormonism and uh, Catholicism merging at the same time. You killed the Pope and you let the Mormons in. It's so simple. It's so simple. Um, I think it was evil more than... I think I actually... Walk, I remember walking away from the end of that game just going... I, oh, I, I shook my head. As soon as I, that I happened, I was like, it. yeah, I'm not yeah. not even going to play this game ever again. But, no, but it wasn't even that. It was more just like, I, I don't get where that came from. Like, it was kind of like if at the end of Milo and Otis, the dog and the cat meet each other and then a giant showed up and stepped on the two of them. It you made no sense. did not get the director's <laughs> cut. Director's cut, yeah. Um... But, you know, it's that sort of thing. It, well, it's like if in, 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 at the end of Skyrim, a guy comes in with a gun and kills everybody. Yeah. It's just completely different to the story as much as it could be potentially yeah. real. It's, and there's all those hints in the uh, the visions that you collect throughout the game. I don't know yeah, there are hints throughout all that yeah. stuff. But. Yeah, which, was, which set me up for a very poor... I, I like the idea of religious doctrine. I like... I, I do like the idea of God playing a power in these sort of games because it's, it's the kind of one where you can take these, you know, ancient ideals and, and make them in a grand scale. Yeah. Making something new, the idea of aliens yeah. influence it is it just doesn't doesn't have that same feel to me as something that people for you need to play three million years. 
what one? Call of Juarez. Uh, I think that's... And Saints, Saints Row 3, Ben's yeah, sorry, probably Saints most Row anticipated yeah, game. Completely skipped over one of Ben's favourite games. Saints Row the 3rd is also coming out tomorrow, and uh, it seems to be more insane than the last two games, which is actually saying something. Yep. Taking the uh, more sandboxy, ridiculous nature of yep. the Grand Theft Auto games. So I did read an you... article about, um, uh, in one of the booths at somewhere, the, the people that were running Saints Row the 3rd, the booth... Mm-hmm. One of the guys who was in charge was pointing at everyone with a giant purple dildo. Yeah, it's not surprising that's uh, one of the weapons in it's the game. It's actually one of the weapons you can use in It the is, game. that's what I mean. It's been the most publicised part and of the game. They've also modelled... Um, who was that porn star they had on Knocking Boots? Uh, is it uh, Sasha Gray? Is, no. the name? is that who you're talking about? I think she does a voice in it. So. Yeah, no, there's, there is a porn star that was on Knocking Boots... Was being modelled into the game to quite scary extents, to, and it's just one of those games where if you want to choose to have your main character naked the whole way through the game, you can. I don't know what Knocking Boots to... is. Oh, okay. Knocking Boots is a IGN podcast um, that's basically dating advice for gamers. Don't tell anyone about other podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not. There is no such other thing. It's no, no. It, I'm I'm happy to give them a shout out. They're cool guys, and it's very very funny. Um, they try and give good advice let's just say it's not as much helpful as just funny yeah, yeah. Um, they get a lot of the high school drama you know people going in, and, and of course they're in love with this person. they're guys that work at a gaming company like IGN so they're not nerds at all in fact they're probably they're pretty quite, normal yeah, fucking dudes yeah, they yeah. they're probably the most likely to give good dating advice I would have thought yeah that's true yeah yeah <laughs> So. No, but um, I did see the ad on the tram today for Saints Row the Third, which just said "strap it on." Yeah, like, I don't even know what that means. The girls in front of me were talking about like, "strap what on?" And I'm like, I guess maybe you could mean like a gun holster or something. But yeah, basically they're going for the uh, outrageous. Yeah, as ridiculous. Always as has. You think. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I bought the the second one too late to really be at it. To enjoy it. it, yeah. I don't think you'll uh, need to catch up on too much if you just jump in. I, I doubt I will. In fact, I don't think there's any relationship between the two except for the name and um, uh, big dildos. GTA San Andreas did the double-ended dildo before, so it's been it. it's been done. It's been done. Uh, perhaps perhaps we should stop talking about this. Yeah, it's I, I was a bit awkward. We've already got our explicit tag. Yeah. By the way, there are going to be new TV shows as well, but we'll get to that later, maybe. Ah. Yeah. <sighs> That was a long podcast. That was an hour and I could have been playing Skyrim. All right. Jump on the website. It's nice. Pressf.com.au. Yeah. Rate the podcast, please. Yes. Maybe even send us an email. Yeah. Preferably abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to Preferably agreeing with me. Preferably abusive. It's actually really hard not to agree with me. (laughs) We've gone from like, send us a nice letter, send us a maybe abusive letter. (laughs) All right. Just abuse the shit out of us. Just send us something. That's why they do Flame Wars. Podcast at pressx.com.au if you want to send us an email. Rate us on iTunes. It's always nice to get a, a rating. It will be, yep. Not some one-starers, but, you know, if you hate us, you hate one us. One-star's fine. Cool. Well, nonetheless, uh, I'm Kurt, and People I'm People go looking for ones with low star levels, probably. I would yeah. have thought they'd be crazies out there. All right, I'm Nick as well. And I am Ben. We're out. <laughs>